Let me tell you a little something about the chronic gals Just two best buds and they're very best pals Talking about cannabis, that good, that tree So grab a joint and just spark with me, hey! Hi everybody, welcome back to another episode of Chronic Gals Podcast I'm your host, Ashleen And I'm Riley Thank you guys so much for being back for welcome another back. show um, It's episode 55, 5-5 five, five. If you're a numerology fan, like... Cool, you know, five five, five seeing five. two numbers together is always like a fun little thing. You know what's cool about this episode, mm-hmm. and I'm just gonna go just d- dive into it real fast. Do it. So our interview today is Morgan Garza. She's amazing. But so we're on episode fifty five. Her we also interviewed her previously on an after dark, and her after dark was number eleven. So, so cool. Believe in it or not. It's I mean, cool either way, honestly. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. Just those little fun synchronicities yeah. and coincidences and yeah. stuff. So fun. So fun. I love it. Um, so yeah, here we are. Uh spring has sprung. Yay, we yay, are officially yay. in airy season. We are officially in spring. It was like kind of light out on our way over here. Today. Yeah, yeah. So that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. It was like seven and I was like, holy shit, it's seven o'clock, the sun is still up. Yeah. So it's awesome. I'm loving it. Yeah, me too. Um, but it also means that April's coming up soon. So as we dive into our housekeeping April, at the top April. of this episode, the first thing we have to tell you is that our second anniversary is coming up very quickly in April, April twentieth. 420, obviously, obviously. Um, is our second anniversary. And so if you haven't heard yet, you're hearing now, we are throwing a party. Yeah, we are. Um, We're going to have a virtual Zoom party. You're all invited. Um, Come hang out and smoke with us virtually. Yes. Um, Details are still being worked out and they're still coming out. Um, But, I mean, where can people follow along for details, right? Follow us on Instagram and Cannabuzz. For probably the most readily available information about this little soiree we're going to have. It's going to be so fun. I'm so excited. Uh, me too. Um, it'll be fun just to like, connect with you guys, our listeners, and our community. And just kind of come together and like smoke weed on mm-hmm. this really amazing day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Mark your calendars. 420 um, at 4 is going to be our party. I know it's going to be a busy day. So, we're just putting it out there early. Mm-hmm. If you um, want to celebrate 420 on 420 with the Chronic Gals, it's, uh, this is your opportunity. Yes, Andy. yes, it is. <laughs> I'm excited about it. Me too. There's so okay, wait. and also like spoiler alert. There's other things that we're rolling out on 420, so just be ready. We have a lot of announcements coming up in the next when April starts. Yeah, so keep your ears peeled, eyes peeled, ears, ears to the ground. Open. Ears to the ground. Ears to the ground. Eyes peeled. Great. Both of those things. Boom. <laughs> On, do those things. Follow along yes. for the party. Yes. Also, um, find us on Clubhouse. If you guys don't know what Clubhouse is and haven't been listening to us annoyingly chatter your ears off about it, it is a new social media app. Um, it's an audio-only style uh, like platform where you can have rooms and you can come together and talk to people we found it extremely helpful for being in the cannabis industry we have connected with so many other people in the industry through clubhouse yeah and think it's like an amazing amazing tool so if you are on clubhouse and want to come find us please find us 
I'm Chronic Gals underscore Rye. And I'm Chronic Gals underscore Ash. And so find either one of us and you'll probably find the other. Yes. Um, and then something that we want to focus on Clubhouse a little bit more is finding our finding Washingtonians. So if you're in Washington and you like to consume cannabis or in the industry or are not in the industry but are interested in it or I don't know, have, let us know. And if you're on Clubhouse, let's link. If you're not on Clubhouse, I have invitations to pass out. So just connect with us. Mm-hmm. If you want to be part of this Washingtonians community, we want you there. And so please come find us and it'll be a blast. Indeed. Indeed. I'm excited. Like, just today I was listening to some really crazy conversations. Yeah. Um, just about, like, oh, people are just doing really cool things in the weed industry, and I'm so, so here true. for it. And I'm like, let's support each other. I know. I love so, it. that's what we're going to do. We're doing it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Um, and the last thing we want to make sure you guys um, are aware of is Riley started a blog. I did. Riley started a blog on our website, which we totally redid. Mm-hmm. If you hasn't, haven't checked out chronicals.com in a while, go check it out. It looks great. Um, but tell us a little bit about what is on your, your blog. So the blog is basically just my little corner of the internet where I post whatever random thoughts float through my head. And they're like so low-key, so casual. They're not really anybody for anybody else but me. But I'll it's like I'll let you in. It's like a you know? like a peek into your mind. Exactly. Like if Instagram <laughs> Yeah, that's not enough. Right. <laughs> you so I written word. Exactly. So But no, it's really fun. Like I didn't think that <coughs> being like a podcaster and a blogger would be like two different things, but they're totally two different vibes. Yeah. And I also have been really enjoying, like, flexing my writing muscles because I never thought I was a very good writer. Um, but we're it, releasing limiting beliefs where we released them in 2020, Yes, right? we are. Bringing in new stuff for yes, 2021. Yes, and we're, it's all an experiment, and so we're just experimenting. Yeah. And honestly, so far, I laugh out loud when I read back what I write. Yeah. So. You're so, it's funny. It's good. Whatever. It's I'm interesting. Not, and, like, the thing is, like, I'm not getting graded. Yeah. And I feel like school really fucks us up for, like, this whole, like, do well or you're going to, or if you don't do well, you're going to fail. And yeah. then you're going to fail at life. No, you're just. No, a failure is just a learning a le- opportunity. Exactly. So, anyway, check out the website. Check out my blog. It's very fun. Who knows what I'll be posting about next. I wish we had like a door, like a creaky door slam sound. Housekeeping close. <laughs> awesome. Well, well then like let's just move right on to our farm feature. Let's do it. I want to smoke some Start weed. smoking a little bit. Yeah, we have this like sweet tray in front of us that's full of weed and oh, wait. like we just have to get, we just have to get through the farm feature. I mean the housekeeping until we, then we can smoke some weed. So this week, um, our farm feature is a company called Burnwell. This is another company out of um, Washington State. I cannot remember where exactly they are, but I was looking into them, and they they have. Oh, first of all, I can't find their website. So Burnwell, if you're listening, um, your website wasn't working. So check that out. Ooh. 
But I found this really cool article from, I think it's called The Sesh Seattle. The, yeah, theseshseattle.com, which is a blog for, in Seattle, um, that talked about Burnwell and, like, why they're different. And so Burnwell, they grow in a greenhouse, mm. but they use – okay, first of all, their greenhouse is built – it's not with glass. It's, like, with a specific – material that allows the light in but it doesn't you don't get the glare and the shadows that you get with glass so you're getting like a stronger more clean sunlight from you know sunrise Mm. to sunset Uh, because you're using a greenhouse setup even though it's like quasi indoor you're not using as much energy as an indoor grow uses so it's much more sustainable and like has a much smaller energy or carbon footprint in that way and then um what else did i say yeah oh my gosh okay so this is from this is from the sesh um according so according to the report According to this report, cannabis production and processing. Oh, this never mind. This is not the this is not the stat that I thought it was. It, this, it says that cannabis production and processing use one point six three percent of Washington State's electricity. That is, that is not the thing that I thought it was. I thought that, that was more about like how much energy they were using and compared to, to everybody like, else. Everybody else. Oh, like, 1.63%? Point, percent? Oh. That's insane. Yeah. But still, either way, like. That's cool. By not having to burn all that energy to, for the sun, you know, they're able to, you know, save so much on costs and ele- electric usage and... Yeah. But they're, you're also getting that... The quality indoor... Quality indoor... Um, grade. Like... What is that called? Like, you get to, ma- like, maintain the... Variability. Var- exactly. Controls. Control the variables. That's it. The air and the water and the heat and the... Yeah, so um, I got four different kinds. Uh, I got Mental Blue, Tallyman, Hindu Sour, and Candy Jack. Um, I actually did dip into the Mental Glue one because it's an Indica hybrid. Um, and I didn't think that we were going to want to smoke an Indica hybrid called Mental Glue like at the top of the show. So I was like, I'm going to try it and just see how it is. It's fantastic. Like... It, meant it really does glue your fucking brain to the wall. And yeah. Unusable. You're stupid. But in like, some days you just need to just clock out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, super awesome for that. But like the, I mean, if you're watching on the video podcast on, you know. Oh, Patreon. We're not announcing it. Well, yet. we have announced it. Did we? We yeah, we've announced we've announced that we are releasing a Patreon. Oh, okay. I'm pretty well, sure that we have. Well, if we in kept, the future yeah. you're watching this video back on our Patreon channel, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, shut your face! Then you will have seen Riley's reaction when she opened the one jar and she was like blasted oh. back with terpene sensation. That is okay. I'm opening Hindu Sour. I opened that. It smacked Ooh, me in the face. That is interesting. It smells like like tropical fruit and yet incense. Yeah, but also like if if you okay, stick with me everybody. Okay, so if you're in a car in a tropical environment and there's like fruit all over the place, but you're driving really fast, so you're like so the air is yeah, just like so it's like air with tropical yeah, fruit. It's air, 
smell, but also like tropical fruit smell. Okay. Okay. Yep. Like air, like green air. You know, and then uh, also, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, I know exactly what I'm saying. It's and like, there's also, like, leather. Yeah, it's like, like... car, you know? If you go to the forest in Washington and you just stand there, like, there's a smell. Yeah. Like, this is like if you stood in the forest in Hawaii yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, that smells, smells amazing. So, so that's good. the Hindu sour that we will get into here soon. Um, we also got Tallyman. Oh, this is an indica hybrid. Online Wait. it said that it was a uh, not... Oh, but this is Banana OG by Dosi Dose by Papaya. So, yeah, that does sound like it would be a, yeah. more of a stony. Oh, my God, but the crystals. I know. That one's Holy so Holy moly. Crystal-y. And they're all, like, a little purple, which is just fun. I mean, it's not, like, the the purple, you know, color doesn't change the high or anything. Is it purple or is it purple because we have purple lights on? Oh, maybe it's purple because we have purple. Oh, they are. No, that is, is kind of purple. purple. There is a little yeah. bit of purple. Okay. And then this meant. One of them was, like, very purple. I can't remember if it was the mental glue or not. But, yeah, no, there's definitely, like, a darker tinge to some of these leaves. I don't know. I'm just, like, super impressed. I'm excited to try these other strains that I haven't tried yet. Again, the one that I tried before was mental glue. Uh, it's a cross of mental floss and gorilla glue. Um, and it's it's cool that that information is on the label. Yeah. So, was, thank you. Yes. Thank you, Burnwell. I was going to say, Hindu Ku- Hindu Sour, excuse me, Hindu Sour is Hindu Kush by Sour Diesel. I think I'm going to like this. I one. think I'm going to like it, too. I, th- I specifically got that because that was my hunch nice. of the, for the cross. Nice. Um, and then it also has, like, the dominant terpenes. Yeah. beta caryophylline and Neurolidol on mental glue. Neurolidol and uh, Delta-Limonene cool. in, in Hindu, Hindu Kush. And then Candy Jack also smacks me with just, like, sweet, like, spree, sweet tarts. Oh, yeah, 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 This is getting much more towards, like, the um, Dutch treat kind of yeah, scent profiles. Yeah. Which this is lemon, uh, Delta Limonene and Beta Mercine. Okay. Jack Herrera by Skunk Number One. Mm. That'll be fun. Yeah, so I'm stoked. So I'm really um, excited. Which one should we do first? Let's do the Hundo Kush. Okay. Oh, the Tally Man. Oh, let's do let's start. Let's do this one last. Let's yeah. do Tally Man towards the end. Let's do Hindu Sour. Or what if we do Candy Jack because it has like the Jack Herrera and the Skunk. Uh huh. And, and then, then Hindu, Hindu Sour. Second, and then and Tally, Tally Man. And then maybe in the outro, close it out with yeah. Glue. Oh, <laughs> love it. Love an order. Oh, I wasn't sure what side you were. Oh, sorry. I was going we left to right, left nice. to right, left to right. That's so funny. Um, but yeah, this whole like mm-hmm. sustainability in the cannabis industry thing mm-hmm. is, I think we've, we've brought it up a lot with packaging before, mm-hmm. but you don't necessarily think about it too much in the grow operation. I mean, maybe like when you're actually in the grow operation, you do, but. It's probably something that we need as the consumers should be thinking about more. Yeah. Because. Indoor grows do have such a large carbon footprint. Yeah. I think, well, I mean, like, any grow is going to have a huge carbon footprint. Yeah, just because using those lights, those lights really use up so much energy. Well, even, like, a regular, like, an outdoor farm, like, yeah, the waste that goes into mm-hmm. it, you know, like, 
Yeah, I mean, even, like, the amount of water that you need to, like, water the plants. And if you're doing an aquaponic grow, I mean, that's its own thing. And then if you aren't doing your job well and using pesticides and putting, and then those pet, that pesticide flooded out water goes back into the ground that your farm is on or your grow is on. Yeah. Like, there's that aspect of it, too. Like, Mm -hmm. like, there's... There's really a lot. There's a lot of things to think about when it comes to cannabis, and I think we sometimes don't want to think about all of the like negative aspects of the industry. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. I was listening to something. To, maybe it was on Clubhouse, or I don't remember. But she was saying how there, like, we need to start talking about the negative things about cannabis. Because it has been presented to the public in such this, like, oh, it's the miracle drug. It's Mm. this, it's that, it's great, it's going to cure everything. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, actually there are negative side effects Mm -hmm. that could happen, you know, when you consume cannabis. Mm -hmm. And we don't want to talk about, what's the, what's the, cannabis hyperemesis, yeah. Yeah. And... There are so many people who suffer from that and don't understand what's going on and think it's one thing or another thing and, and like yeah it's like maybe if you if you re-examine your relationship with cannabis you might need to back off yeah I I also feel like there's such a huge culture of overindulgence yes I mean everywhere I mean and especially in America I mean we overeat we mm-hmm. overdrink but I think yeah. a lot of us oversmoke too. Mm-hmm. And it's really like, I mean, this is coming from somebody who smoked daily for, you know, like seven years before I got pregnant and then quite a lot in the interim years. So yeah. it's like, I, I like very much am somebody who have, who has overused cannabis. Yes. But I, I feel like personally I'm starting to kind of be like, hmm, I think smoking too much weed, I feel like I'm getting a little bit of anxiety that I'm getting that I didn't get before. And it's not the strains, because I'm still, like, switching up the strains as much as I ever have. Um, And I think it's really just that I'm not using it mindfully. Mm -hmm. And I think my body is just telling me to back the fuck off. Yeah. And And then there's, like, shame behind that, because there's shame behind everything right now. Right. But it's like, oh... I have a cannabis podcast. I ever smoke weed. I do all these things. I need to be in the industry. I need to know all these things. When it's like, no, dude, you just need to listen to yourself. No, that's literally been my struggle with this whole thing is because I've been a smoker for 10 years, because I've worked in the industry for five years, it's like cannabis has been a huge part of my identity for such a long time. And if I don't smoke weed every day, then like, who who am I, you know? But I think I think that's just like like you were, we were saying before. It's like this whole experimenting mm-hmm. thing. This is part of the experiment. Sometimes you like go down the path too far, and then you recognize the signs, and then you can figure out how to come back. Exactly. And I was I was I was thinking about like giving it up for a while and just like doing a full on break. Mm-hmm. But like that also doesn't feel right, right. You know, like I still want to be able to use it. To relax at the end of the day, you know, Mm -hmm. I still want to be able to, like, use it if I have a headache Mm -hmm. or whatever. But I think, again, the lesson there is just using it more mindfully and more, I don't know, ritualistically than just, like, okay, it's, you know, it's been an hour, time to go smoke another bowl kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, should try that. No, I've been on, like, the kind of the same 
bookmarking <coughs> what Ashley was saying. I bought a PAX 3, um, I don't know, last week, like a week ago. We okay, also, <laughs> we've been getting new uh, smoking devices, and this PAX was one of them. And it's a flower vaporizer. Yeah, it's, what is it, the PAX 3? PAX 3 vape, and you can, there's a, what'd you say, there's a little cartridge that you can put wee, uh, dabs into dabs, as yeah. well? It comes with, like, the oven in, for, like, your flower. <laughs> And then it comes also with like an extended attachment attachment thing that yeah you like put the dab in the little cartridge thing and then you stick it into the bottom and then you dab. That's and cool. It's, yeah, super great and super handy. I love it. But it had a different mouthpiece before, yes. right? Okay, yeah. I, that's why yes. I was looking at it like I this yeah. doesn't look right. It also <laughs> it came with two different mouthpieces. There's like this flat one that's just like <clears throat> flush to the PAX device with a tiny, you literally don't even know it's there if you don't know it. I mean, yeah, it almost looks like it's broken. Yeah. You know, like if somebody like were little, just to look at it, it yeah. looks like it warped somehow. But it also came with like a mouth, like a sippy mouth piece. Yeah. That, I don't know, I was just trying them out both Yeah, out. yeah, for sure, for sure. That's but, cool. It's almost like this makes it more discreet. Right? So it really, it, maybe it's like a battery pack or like a char- like a portable charger or something? Yeah. Yeah. It totally looks like, I don't know, a vibrator? Yeah. <laughs> or, yeah, a battery pack is probably what people would imagine it to be as. Yeah. But, and so now it's stuffed with the candy jack. Yeah. That was so So sweet good. and delicious. Yeah. But you also get that piney, I like, would say super piney. Yeah. <laughs> that Jack Herrera. <coughs> yeah. That's fantastic. So good. Let's do um, the Hindu sour out of, out of the stew, bowl. The stew number stew two. Stew number two. Love it. <clears throat> okay, what were you saying? I don't remember. I was saying what that I was it? thinking about taking, oh, a, yeah, taking break, a break, but then more like just being more mindful yes. of the balance. Yeah. More so than like, because I am not a person who I can just like take something out of my life and then it's gone forever. Right. You know, like. I like to be able to jump around and go back to things. And when you say, like, or you know, if you go on a fucking diet and you're like, no sugar, it's like, that's just, I mean, I can do it, kind of, but it's just not realistic. And then I'm not happy doing it, you know? And then and you're, then, like, forcing yourself. Yeah, and then it's like. And then it's just negative headspace. Right. Because then shame comes back because you're forcing yourself to do something and then it, you're back in the spiral that you need to, it's like the spiral you need to heal and not necessarily, like what you're putting, I mean, it might be what you're putting in your body, but it's probably more the spiral. Right. Or the actions. Or maybe it's, maybe it's more about getting back into the flow of the spiral, where, like, if the pendulum is, like, taking you far, too far Mm. out to one side, maybe it's about actually pulling it back and bringing it back into this. Well, and then that also goes with, like, Mm self-awareness and... Um, intention. See, yeah, purple. It is purple. Yeah, after grinding this Hindu sour, it is. It's definitely purple and green. It is purple and orange. Yeah, it's really pretty. But so yeah. yeah, I mean, and that just comes down to like doing what is best for you, right? And like, not trying not to put any one else's feelings right behind it. And that's so. so hard to do. It's in, like, so... I hate when people say in today's society, but it really is. In today's society, in today's culture, it's like everybody is so 
we just judge each other and this yeah. is just like built into what we do because we judge ourselves we judge ourselves or we no we do judge ourselves but i was gonna say maybe it's that we don't judge ourselves and because we don't judge ourselves uh we're like projecting it onto other people you know oh uh, i was listening to andy murphy's uh, most recent podcast with martha mm-hmm. which Soccer mom shaman loved it love martha <laughs> by the way so super such a side note right now but every time i would see her in dream school class i would like always watch her little little tile, I, little tile. and like i just i don't know i feel like martha and i might be just very similar and i just want to hang out with her yeah i know I'm totally a fan of Martha, and yeah, she's just she's so great and so sweet, and I love her brain yeah. and what she's saying on her on Andy's podcast, mm-hmm. and yeah. Sorry, just I was like listening to it earlier today while I was cooking, and like yeah, I was like I love Martha so much. Yeah, so so good. I forgot what we were talking about. Well, we hit this, and then I was trying to talk about Andy Murphy, and I totally. Wasn't paying attention. We were talking about being intentional. <laughs> so well, let's try that again. Let's try it again. Yeah. Try the Hindu try sour. The Hindu Is sour there more? Uh, or not do you ground oh. up? I just need to grind it up again. Okay. Downside: these jars are not pinch finger pinchable. pinch two finger. But I mean, but I do none, like the none, jar. None of the gram jars are. No, I, I mean, know. it's all more of a. But I look. Uh, yeah, I do like the jar. Did you guys know Burnwell has a clothing line? Cool. And they also have upcycled one hitters and pre-roll holders. Me. That's cool. Okay. Oh, I guess you can't. What's the website? Uh, Burnwell.burnwellco.store. Burnwellco.store. Nice. That's cool. That's very cool. Burnwell. Shout out Burnwell Co. Yeah, they've got some cool artist shit happening over there too. Gosh, see, this is. This is why we need vendor days. Mm. This is why we need interaction with our stores. I would, or our producers, I would never have known that if I yeah. didn't, didn't look that up. There's just such a disconnection. I know. <clears throat> so if you want, if you're a brand out there and you want people to know about your side hustle, <laughs> your clothing side hustle, your... Or literally anything about your brand. Yeah, 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 for real. Then hit us up. Let's yeah, let's have advertising options mm-hmm. and um, events coming up yes. <laughs> that we want to talk to people at. Yeah, and with and for. Yes. Okay. Hindu Kush intentionally smoking this. If I can taste it, here we go. I'm glad you said that because I was gonna veer off in a fully new tangent. I mean, not fully new. It was related to the last thing we were talking about, but it was tangential enough to be tangential. Hindu sour. Mm. Did I say Hindu Kush? You might have, but I it's think Hindu I did sour. Say Hindu Kush. It's Hindu sour. Excuse me. Pardon me. No, that's nice. It's very, like, floral. <clears throat> yeah, that's really pleasant. That is a pleasant, and it's like sweet. Mm-hmm. Also, mm-hmm. you might need to light this again. Probably it's out. <laughs> well. I was more referring to the uh, oh a cherry <laughs> like a cherry yeah. in the bowl. Got it, got it, got it. 
blue kush down the hatch. Tindu sour. Ah, oh, fuck! Tindu sour, you guys. Tindu sour. Yeah, it tastes floral. Mm -hmm. You're right. It is floral, but it's not like potpourri. It's no. like delight floral. More, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it. as like, I didn't even hear you, honestly. I said delight floral. Oh, boo. <laughs> boo. Let's do number two. Okay, where were you going to veer us off to? I miss, I really like chatting, well, I like seeing vendors at festivals. <sighs> vendors yeah. at festivals always have the coolest shit. Yeah, it's because they're like there to show off. Yeah, of course, but it's just, like, always fun, and especially, like, the little vintage, like, there was one, I think, I don't remember if it was Paradiso or what the festival, I think it was Paradiso, where we went, and there was, like, a little VW Bug vintage. Oh, it was What the Fest. Oh, it was What the Fest? Mm-hmm. And it was just so cute, and such a cool idea, and then they just get to travel the world, the country, and, like... Get cool clothes and sell them at festivals and collect stories and share stories. I don't know. I think it's cool. I know. So vendor days. Vendor days. Not even just weed vendor days. Vendor days in general. You know, vendor days, talk about vendor days, the farmer's market started up again. It did. I know. Uh -huh. I started getting the emails. I, we went down there and was like so unprepared. It's and... also not great until like. But there were, no, there were a bunch of booze. Like, I don't think that there were a lot of produce. Yeah, that's usually what I'm looking for anyway. Um, but I was just curious to see what was yeah, down there. But there yeah. was a really long line. Yeah. I, whenever I would go last year, I went at 9 a.m. Like, I went as, like, yeah. as soon as they opened so yeah. that I didn't have to wait, wait in that line. line. Yeah. Because I think I went at 10 one Yeah, it wasn't even late. And it was late. a huge yeah. line, so... I mean, I mean, with, like, COVID regulations and stuff, it makes sense. But I was, yeah. like, not even thinking and just drove down there and was, like... And then we got a parking spot, like, right in front. And then we walked to the line and we were, like, never mind. Mm. This is not what we're doing yeah. today. Yeah, but that's okay. Anyway, markets. Yeah, yeah, vendor days are yeah. on. Well, this, this reminds me of something that we have been... Like, okay, so a while ago we were kind, kind of trying to define ourselves, mm -hmm. right? And, like, kind of figure out... Shoot, I lost my train of thought. Oh, uh, Hindu cook, Dang sour. It, <laughs> he still can't get it. Vendor days. Oh, uh, okay. We're trying to, de like, define ourselves a little bit and just, like, figure out part of our identity. And we like to just smoke weed with cool people doing cool things who yeah. and, like, have cool stories to tell. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, that's what, that's what we do. That's what Chronic Gals is all about right. is, like, chronicling the story of weed through everybody's stories mm -hmm. and like their experiences and so yeah if anybody out there yeah. has like has a cool story to tell like we want to hear about it yeah we do that's we where all that was going boom i got Way it to wrap it up back on track yeah i know it's there's something weird about like the world kind of going back to normal but also like it not going back to normal I don't even know where that train of thought was going to go, but probably just like I just want like real, but like I just want to interact with. I think it's I just want to interact, interact with, with people. Yeah. Again. Yeah. You know, like yeah. like I'm ready to learn what other people are doing 
Yeah. Again. Yeah. And this is probably like Aries season vibes. Mm-hmm. But like, and I think that's what like, why Clubhouse, why we go keep leaning on Clubhouse is yeah. because that is the most human interaction that we've had. Literally. Literally all year. Yeah. Like other than just like talking to the people that we talk to, it's right. like, these are like strangers. Right. And like anything can happen when you talk to a stranger, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know, I was on there earlier today and that... Someone pinged me into this room, and then I randomly opened it, and it was uh, these two people, like, welcoming this other person, and I was like, I need to get out of here, but <laughs> it was like, they were like, hi, how are you? Like, they were actually talking to me. I'm like, whoa, I'm, like, actually talking to somebody mm-hmm. who is not in anywhere near I am, where yeah, I am. right. So that was really cool. Technology. Technology. Yeah. So, come hang out with us on 420 yeah. <laughs> for our anniversary party. I feel like Hindu Sour has gotten us both in a really weird place. <laughs> I know. I'm like, I'm... Where we cannot keep a train of thought. <laughs> we're, we're getting the nod. We're getting... From producer Ed. I know. You're like, he's like, shut your face. Move on. No, also in that. Oh. <laughs> also in that space. Okay, okay. Let's, let's try and describe how we feel right now. Oh my gosh. Let's... As a, I don't know. I feel like everybody should try to do this sober, you know? Like, <laughs> Too late for that. Identify, like, emotional maturity, intelligence, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, let's try to describe how we feel. Like, embodying this high right now? Yeah. Okay, do you want to go first? No, I don't, I don't have... <laughs> okay. I definitely, okay, so I feel it in, like... So, you know, like, I'm sitting, and there's certain surfaces that are facing up. I feel it in all of the up surfaces. So, like, my face and my chest and my top of my legs uh-huh. and the tops of my feet. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And then the also up. very much, like, here in my brain. Yeah. It's very... I kind of feel like a, an alien skull here. And... uh I don't know. Okay, I figured out how I'm going to explain how I feel. So you know when you... It's like a fuzzy radio sound in my brain. Yeah, yeah, yes. So you know when you have had too much caffeine? Yeah. And then you try and drink water and eat to make yourself feel better, but then you kind of just make yourself feel like kind of weird? Yeah. That's kind of how I feel. But in like more, way more pleasant way yeah. than like a caffeine... Situation, I can, I can feel that. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of like, like I'm, I'm like, just kind of like, I feel like I need to do something, or I think that's probably the Jack Carrere. Yeah, you know, I, yeah. I kind of want to like walk around. But. <laughs> well, Hindu sour, Hindu sour plus candy plus jack. Candy I jack. mean, this is oh, a cocktail yeah. at this point. Yeah. Um, great cocktail. I mean, I'd say that's a fun party. Like blend, mm-hmm. throw that in a party joint. Yeah, like I could see myself. Like I like it. I'm almost in that like wavy, you know, like drunk sit mm-hmm. kind of like coming up on mushrooms. Yeah, you know, like you're not yet too drunk, but yeah. like just feeling really good. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, cool. Evan, is that how you feel? He's getting, he's giving us a nod. Yeah. And he's pretty spaced out. Spaced out. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. 
All right, let's try to reel us back in with the talent. Oh, man. We're just, we're just experimenting. It's the sample. That's the thing. We're sampling it. Sam- it's the sample. It's the... Oh, my God. That smells so good. I forgot what it smells like. I can't close this. Fucking close this. <laughs> It smells like, like like a like a tropical s- smoothie with rum in it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like a pina colada. Because there's like kind of a banana. Is that the banana papaya uh, one? Yep, and dosy does. Which I guess just would be like a daiquiri or, I mean, like a fruit smoothie with rum. I think it's probably a cocktail name for that. You know, pina like, colada? Did we just say that? Co- that's a coconut. Is that one. coconut? I said daiquiri, but you said daiquiri. I don't even know. <clears throat> I was thinking pina colada when I said whatever I said earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that smells good. Okay, load. My piano teacher, Jeremy Knuth. Oh, oh, shout out Jeremy Knuth. Please listen to this podcast. I hope you're listening. <laughs> I know someone in Vancouver knows you. Mm-hmm. I know that. Someone listening out here knows who you are. So if this doesn't get into your hands and you never hear this, I'm going to be very dis- disappointed <laughs> by all the people in Vancouver I know who knows you. Anyway. <laughs> oh, Jeremy. Yep. Okay, loading up <laughs> the grinder with Tally Man. Actually, who do we... I don't... Let the cat out of the bag earlier, but you want to talk about who we're talking to today? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So today we're talking to Morgan Garza. We mm-hmm. had her on the show. You mentioned this, too. We I had did. her on the show before on <clears throat> After Dark, um, but it was really fun to have her back on today's show. Um, when we get into more of a specific topic today, um, Last at, at, during After Dark, we got to learn all about Morgan and like what she's all about. This time we get to talk about um, psilocybin-assisted therapy that she started doing. My lips just got so dry and are sticking to my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> psilocybin-assisted a, a therapy? No. That's a yes. lot of, like, lip sliding over yeah, your teeth. Yeah, it is. It go, your lips definitely move up. Um, yeah, Ooh. psilocybin-assisted therapy, which is becoming, like, it's legal in Denver, Colorado. Um, it's legal in Oregon now. Mm-hmm. Or they're, like, still developing all the legislature for it, like we talked about with Charlotte Blocker back in a past episode. 47. Episode 47. Thank you so much. And, um, yeah, we get to learn about, we got to learn then about what Oregon is beginning to do. With M109. And with Morgan, we get to talk about how uh, Denver has implemented this system there. So... Yeah, and what it's like to experience the therapy. Yeah, it's a super fun conversation. It is a super fun conversation. I love learning about it. Yeah, and it's. I feel like it's really important that people have a window into what the therapy session is actually like so mm-hmm. that they understand that it's not like... It's not the scary. Yeah, it's not the scary trip that you see in the movies. It's something like safe and controlled yeah. with somebody who knows what they're doing, who can help guide you through the experience. And um, so we get into all of that in the episode. Um, yeah, 
super fun. We love Morgan. Is this the tally man? Of course it's the tally man. Yeah. <coughs> Ooh, you get the banana then. Nice. It's like banana cream. Ooh. That tastes really good. You definitely hit the banana. You definitely get the uh, pie, pa wow, papaya. And I'm pretty sure banana OG and papaya both make me just like fumble over my words. So this will be good for the rest of the podcast. But we do love Morgan. Oh, She's, yeah. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Talk about so daiquiri good. or whatever. Yeah. Fuck. See, there's another hit in here for producer Ev. We need a, a leash, lighter leash. Oh, <laughs> you have a lighter. <laughs> it's already prepared on the other end of the table. Of course he is. Um, well, let's just get into it because, yeah, let's I'm do already it. feeling my right? words dripping out of my mouth. So let's get into the episode with Morgan. It's so much fun. Meet you on the other side. Here we go. Welcome to the session. Today we have the founder of Love and Light and Black Holes, an author, a Taurus sister of mine, and an all-around amazing human, Morgan Garza. Hello. Welcome. Hello, ladies. Welcome back. Yeah. Thank you. This is turn number two. This is a totally different vibe from our After Dark yeah. Instagram live session that we did. I can actually like see I know. The sun is up. <laughs> the sun's up. We can see you. We'll still get it just as stone, so it'll yeah. be good. <laughs> Love it. Love so, like you mentioned, we did have you before on one of our Chronic Owls After Darks, and we had so much fun um, learning all, all about, like, who you are, what you do, and um, we're kind of excited to take a different direction for for the podcast, because you've been engaging in psilocybin therapy, mm. and Indeed. we're fascinated. Yes. And yes, we are. Oof. Questions. There are questions. So, we're so excited to get into it. Um, but first, do we want to... Smoke a some weed? Smoke a little, smoke a smoke? Okay, great. <laughs> what are you smoking on today? So, because I have a meeting in a little bit after this, after we're recording, and I do need some brain cells for that, I am going to be so sipping on the Miss Grass CBD joints. I have been obsessed with these. Miss Grass is just an incredible company all around, bringing a lot to the world of cannabis in terms of um, advocacy and products and just really awareness. So their little CBD mini pre-rolls are my fave. They're so smooth and they have this floral herbal edition. So it's been really fun because I love a joint, Mm -hmm. but I don't always want to be like blazed. So you know, this is my daytime go-to. I was sipping on these in one of my morning baths earlier this week, and it was just like the best way to start the day. I had actually such a productive day after that, so it was really nice. so nice. How do you describe the difference in experience between a THC joint and a CBD joint for somebody Mm -hmm. who has not had that? Because I agree with you. I love a CBD joint, and I feel like – People say, oh, you won't feel anything on CBD, you know, because it's different than THC. It's non-psychoactive. But I feel different. I do feel different. So tell us, like, how you experience those two different things. Yeah, it's definitely, like, you don't have that psychoactive, like, I'm high, like, (laughs) feeling. (laughs) 
but um, it's like a body relaxation. It's it feels like a big exhale for my entire body, and it really it helps me get a lot of like the shit out of my head, you know, like I'm not like ruminating in these thoughts or getting lost in these, you know, endless spirals or my to-do list or whatever. Um, And then I can still function at a high level if I need to. And, you know, like I love writing with a little of tequila, but with a little of cannabis, like I'm out, I'm out of it. (laughs) I'll just like go into this rabbit hole. So it helps me maintain my attention um, while also relaxing and getting into my 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 like mind body connection and really just feeling good. And there's something about sipping on a joint too that it just takes me to a whole new level. Anyways, I would agree with that. Fully agree. Yeah, I think yeah. part of my morning ritual is to like roll a CBD THC blend joint and then like sip on that while I sip on my coffee and just like start the day. You know, kind of slow. So, I'm yeah. a, I'm a huge proponent of that too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, coffee and cannabis are like <sighs> so good. Just mm. the most perfect combo. Mm. <laughs> I love it. They're best. What are we smoking, Ray? Um, I just picked up Loctite. Ooh, nice. I I don't know if I've actually ever had it. It. Have you had it? I've had it. I don't know why I've... I'm like. Have you had it? <laughs> I have. Me? Yes, no. I have had it, and it's definitely one that'll like. Get you kind of buzzy. Will it? Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. The side if of I it... do recall correctly, like kind of cocainey, just like Whoa. like green crack kind of like. Oh, interesting. Oh yeah, green you crack. Know? You know, mm-hmm. this will be interesting. This says okay. The side of the box says mellow, relaxing high <laughs> with an uplifting mindset. Oh, that's mm. which is interesting than my ex- yeah. But I mean, of course, like two different Loctites can. You know, like sativa, like everybody's different type of a thing. Right. Um, I did, I just picked this up today on my way here and I got this Loctite and I got, what did I get? Silver haze? Lemon haze? I got lemon haze from the same farm and the guys I picked it up from, or I did it online, went to the store and the guy was like, oh, nice order. (laughs) And then the other guy was like, oh, the sativa order? And the other guy was like, yeah, the sativas. (laughs) I was oh, that's like, a sativa. Cool. That's funny. What they were that talking even... about your yeah. order in the back. <laughs> what does that even mean? How funny. Like, you, should like, you should have been like, here's my card. No, I, I know I should have. I, sh- I really, that, I was just like so taken aback by like the sativa. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that's ridiculous. It's all about that intonation. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you want to hit this first one? Well, let's, let's light it up, ladies. Let's go. I'm gonna recycle a little bit of my bath um, joint. <laughs> I'm a, yeah, I'm a, I'm a two-time get joint gal, a put her downer, or a, a grave digger. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just getting those roaches. Oh, that's really nice. We got a new bong, and it's massive. It's, com- it's compared to the ones that we've had recently. It's so, so ridiculous. It's like it's so much fun, like getting such a huge. It's a chugger for chug sure. out of it, you know. A chug. It's chug. A chug. It's a chugger. <laughs> wow, that is nice. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Oh, it's gonna be lit. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay, so. Psilocybin assisted therapy. This is something that we talked about in a recent episode with Charlotte Mm -hmm. Blocker. Um, The legislation needed 
to pass, uh, that needed to pass in Oregon did pass so that this mm-hmm. could um, become a thing in Oregon. But you live in, or, you know, in Denver, in Colorado. And so you guys have had it legal, yeah. or I mean, you, you've been developing these these systems to have these therapy sessions for, I don't has it been a year? You guys, you have a head start on Oregon as well. Um, <laughs> I want to say, yeah, yeah. So I want to say that it was decriminalized, so it's not legal. Right. But, um, it, so psilocybin was decriminalized in, in Denver County. I want to say like this time last year. So since then, it's just really opened the door for more research, more awareness, more, um, advocacy around this type of healing. And my therapist also does ketamine assisted Mm -hmm. therapy, which I haven't partaken in, but, um, one of my girlfriends of mine, referred me to her through the therapy that she was doing there. So this whole psychedelic realm, not only psilocybin, it has incredible potential for healing. I really think that it's, it's going to change the world of mental health. And it is just bringing up so many more options for people who have tried so many other avenues to find healing and haven't been successful or haven't felt aligned or hasn't, haven't found something that's resonated and especially with the opioid epidemic that we have going on and so many people on um, antidepressants and these pharmaceutical drugs, I really think that having this this way to access parts of you that would be previously hidden from an objective perspective and being able to tap in and say, okay, what's here? Let me look around. You're sifting through the files basically. And you don't have this like resurgence of pain or of trauma or of fear. And so it's a beautiful way to address without getting like regressed into this emotional spiral. It's just huge. Wow. Yeah. I feel like I've experienced that just on mushroom trips that I've taken my, myself. You know, myself. Yeah. Like every time I take totally. mushrooms, especially if I take a bigger dose, like you come out the other side feeling different, mm-hmm. whether whatever that totally. different means for you, you know, sometimes it's like more connected to the earth or it's um, you are able to release some anxiety or you're able to see a trauma in a different way. So being able to pair that kind of like ability to look at yourself mm-hmm. in a setting where you have a third party who can assure you that you're safe, mm-hmm. who can help guide you through whatever questions are coming up or whatever, you know, whatever's happening through your session, they're there to help guide you. Like what a cool way for all of this to come through. And I love how it's shifting mental health. For sure. Yeah, I think... Yeah, the guidance is incredible. That's what I was going to say. I think everybody has their... Or hat, or hopefully most people had their, like, drug mom who will, like, you know, like, kind of keep them straight and make sure they're not going veering too far off the path. And, like, this is just, like, an elevated, way more serious and, like, intentional, like, reason to take these drugs. And I think once you do take them, it's really undeniable the positive outcomes that come out of it, if you can take it in a positive way. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very much ceremonial. Mm -hmm. And I'm all spiritual anyway. So, of course, I'm not just going to go, like, busting in like a bull and be like, give me the (laughs) money, woman. But um, it is very ceremonial. And I have had... It's very been, it's been very interesting because my therapist is like, what is your, what do you want your intention for this session to be? And, um, I went into therapy, not knowing that I was going to be doing psilocybin assisted therapy with this, with this facilitator, but I went into therapy with, um, 
you know, like a menu of things that I wanted to address, basically like goals in just regular therapy. But when we started doing psilocybin therapy, I really released attachment to healing these like specific things Mm -hmm. and just opened up to the journey and the direction and to what was, you know, most aligned for coming through. And that was so incredible because it's so easy to get attached to something and to then have an expectation for a desired outcome. Mm -hmm. Right. And then that just really gets you in this tricky place, but, um, going into it with an open heart and open mind, allowing my body to go there as well. So she also is a somatic therapist. Mm-hmm. So there is a bit of body work in it, which is surprisingly incredibly helpful to like continue the facilitation of, of accessing those parts it of yourself. Probably but feels super I, juicy. I know. I'm moment. like already Just moving really? to yeah. like, yeah. I mean, like what is a body when you're on mushrooms? Right. Exactly. <laughs> kind of yeah. I call it like gumby. Yeah, like totally. I'm just like so wiggly. So when she's like, having that healing touch in addition to guiding me and like my body is responding. So I'll be like, my back is twitching over here. And she's like, well, what's living there? And I'll go like, ask my back, like, what is that? And then I open up this whole realm and then she like gets in there and we heal it and then we close it and then move out. So it's just really cool to have the intention and then the facilitation of guidance so that it's so easy, you know, to, to follow a a sparkly object down a a rabbit hole, like a squirrel on psilocybin, but with the guidance, it creates this lane that you can stay in and just like, you know, swerve for sure. And if you see an exit, like, you know, it's, um, it's like a decision that you're making rather than just being like pulled over Mm -hmm. here. And then who knows what we were talking about or working on before, you know, so the facilitation aspect is huge. And I think that's really where, um, obviously all of this research that companies like maps and other organizations like that are doing are for the, the therapeutic sense, not just to decriminalize psilocybin and have all of these psychedelics be recreational, Mm -hmm. which I also think needs to happen, but (laughs) Um, it's the, it's the guidance. It's the therapy. Like it really is therapy. It's not just me tripping balls and having a good time for a couple hours. Like it's really deep. It's really hard. Um, but I come out and I'm like, huh, like clear and so aligned and, um, happy, like super happy. So it's been very special. Now, how many sessions have you had so far? I've had two and I will have my third next or in two weeks. So my cadence is like a couple weeks in between each just for processing. Mm -hmm. And after my first one, I was like, oh, I want to come back tomorrow. (laughs) Um, But like, I totally understand and value the integration and processing time that Mm -hmm. needs to happen because while you're in it and you're still in that space, you're like in that space, but it's almost better after like the days following all of these connections are being made. And it's like, I'm in this dark room where with all these like little luminaries that are previously disconnected. And then after therapy, I'm, I'm connecting all of these pieces and creating bridges and understanding the relationship between them. And the days after my session are, are almost better than actually being in the session itself. That's so cool. What's your, do- what's the dose dosage of, I want to say my first one was like 0.35 mm. milligrams. And then my second was like 
maybe 0.4, like a little bit of a bump Mm -hmm. up. Um, it's, it's so small. Mm -hmm. Like there's no visuals. You're not like literally not tripping. Mm -hmm. It's like a, um, a prolonged trance state, like hypnosis or like a past life Mm -hmm. regression or, you know, that space where you're like, like she's asking me and she's prompting me and I'm talking Mm -hmm. to her, but I'm also like not here. So it's a really cool blend of being conscious and being in my subconscious and still being able to direct and flow. So cool. And how long are the sessions? How long do they run? Two and a half hours, Hmm. but then like four hours later. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like after my first session, I came home, smoked a joint and took a walk with my dog. And then I got in the bath for another two and a half hours. And so that was like all like in total, it was like an eight hour experience and I was still very Mm -hmm. much in it. But because I gave myself the space to be like if I came home and like needed to do something, it would have been fine. I would have been totally Mm -hmm. capable. Um, Maybe after like a quick journaling session or something just to synthesize everything Mm -hmm. that's happening. Yeah. Yeah. But it's really not long or it can be longer if you want it to. Wow. That is so cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, get me some mushrooms. <laughs> get me. Girl, I'm girl. Know. <laughs> I know. That's on, that's on the list of I things know. to do. That'd be so fun. It's really fun. It's really hard, but that's it's really I've fun. That's what I've heard. Yeah. And you like, you see these little babies coming up. And oh, like, they're really so they're cute. So cute. <laughs> they're so small. Yeah. They're like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm fat. I love like the time lapse. Uh, videos of like the mushroom boxes that people get and like the like, oyster, oyster mushrooms, mushrooms and, yeah. and they come yeah. out so fast mushrooms like, are just cool yeah i mean you can just get functional mushrooms yeah. like just yeah, exactly you know edible yeah. yeah grocery store mushrooms to grow like it doesn't yeah. have to be psilocybin but. my fiance and i um go mushroom hunting here like in the oregon mountains or whatever and mm-hmm. we usually, we'll go for chanterelles, we'll go for morels, like a different, few different things. But there was one year when we got so many of these, I think it was chanterelles, that we weren't able to go through them all and just didn't have the time to like vacuum. It was just like a whole mess. But so what he did was he ground up the mushrooms and made like a slurry. And then we have this huge area of bark chips. Oh. And he just like tried to inoculate <laughs> the... Did it work? We have not gotten those mushrooms. We have a lot of mushrooms, but not anything edible yet. So huh. I don't know. Interesting. I mean, we're also not necessarily the right climate for, I think it was chanterelles, where I think we're low. Is that why he keeps putting, like, bark chips out? Well, no, that's also just to, like, suppress no, <laughs> weed growth. <laughs> but uh, I think it'd be, I think it would be so cool if you were yeah. able to, like, inoculate your yard with edible mushrooms. That would be totally. so, probably so helpful for, like, the the ground around, like, surrounding your house. Right, right. Just the mycelium repair. Yeah. yeah, Soil repair. Huh. Yeah, it's, like, constant regeneration. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Wow. I want to be married in... Married? (laughs) I want to be buried in a mushroom sack. Ooh. That's... I haven't thought about that. Uh I want to go the tree route. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I wanted. I wanted to be, like, in the bulb of a tree. But um, also very good fertilizer for a living thing. But I think I'm onto the mushrooms. That's cool. I like like that. I like that. I like that there's a bunch of different options, too. I I know. I don't want to be in a box with my clothes. Right. Right. No. Right. No. I want to be naked in dirt. 
sorry, but just burying people just willy nilly causes problems for future generations. I was dude, on out. Dude. <laughs> That's so true. I was on this freaking haunted history tour in in Key West last week where yeah, and it, there were there was all of these stories about Key West flooded and then the bodies rose, or they were excavating this place and there were like bodies and they had to stop excavating and it just like just let's 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 cremate yep. and give back to the the earth. You yeah, know? like that is yes. fine with me. There's fucking yeah. eight billion people or something on the planet. We need to. We can't we bury all. We can't of bury all like, of us. New Orleans is already no. just like <laughs> under. There you go. They're already like on top of the ground anyway. In New Orleans, so yeah, and all the burial grounds. I was thinking this is such a weird place for this to turn, but I was thinking about all of the different people who are dead, at, like on the planet, and like how we're all just <laughs> all Sitting on there. dead people. Like all like that's yeah. what our dirt is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, sorry. Eventually, place, though, but... you turn into soup yeah. and like go like really back to the earth and. Mm-hmm. You're like deep, deep. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're no longer. And then you seep through inner earth, and then you make it rain. <laughs> Man, I was actually thinking about this the other day. It's funny that this, is, that this is coming up, but I was thinking about how our bodies hold genetic memory, you know, that mm-hmm. are passed down from our ancestors. So it's all of that also ancestral trauma mm-hmm. is passing through our bodies. And then I was thinking about like when we decompose and actually go back to the earth. The, then our memories also go into the soil, which then goes to feed future generations. It was like a hole. I mean, I was not stoned. This oh, was, I don't true. know. That's a rabbit hole for sure. <laughs> but that's so right. That's a really good point. Well, and like whatever you eat is the energy of, uh-huh. of what is in that. Exactly. Right. Oh my God. So we have like gen- just a bunch of dead people. Generations of like Monsanto yeah. people. Yeah. We, that's why we need mushrooms to come and clear that's it out. That's why we need mushrooms. Yeah. And hemp. Yeah. So to absorb all of the toxins and eat it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, a lot of people have like mycophobia, though. They're like afraid of mushrooms. Yeah. Like, it's, that's a real thing. And I mean, yeah, sure. Many of them are poisonous, but um, I mean, the majority of them are fabulous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Medicinal. And you don't have to eat them. Uh-huh. No. You know? There are mushrooms in the forest yeah. out here, and probably in Colorado too, that they'll like produce this dew that is essentially a mushroom tincture, and you can lick the dew right off of the mushroom, and then you you're like like concentrated. You get yeah, you get all of the medicinal properties of the mushroom that way. Whoa! It's it's yeah. like basically any um con- like polypore mm. type reishi or chaga. That's, that's really cool. Kind of thing, but. Yeah, really cool. Have you heard of the Telluride Mushroom Festival? No. no. <laughs> it's in august i want to say um i'm not sure i know it didn't happen last year yeah. i'm not sure if it's going to be happening this year i hope it does but it's it's both sides it's functional and you know just culinary mushrooms and then it's also psilocybin and psychedelic oh, mushrooms cool. so there's a lot of mushroom hunting that goes on like in and around telluride so it's really cool to go foraging and then they just have an entire festival around education and recipes and there's all these booths and it's like a really cool experience to learn more about that whole world because it's an entire like class mm-hmm. you know of, of species so yeah, really it's really cool and I love that there's more awareness coming out about mushrooms and so much that they um can do and like even just the functional mushrooms that people take like the chaga reishi lion's mm-hmm. mane I mean I take those 
every day I've stopped drinking coffee for almost a year now. I'll have it every once in a while. And I immediately regret that. Um, it's a beautiful. Are you drinking mud water? Like, are you drinking mud water? Left. No, I haven't okay. drank mud water. Work? Have you? Uh, yeah. yeah, I really, we, I we, really yeah. like mud water. Yeah. yeah, it's the same thing that I do yeah. basically. It's like cacao, chaga, reishi, mm-hmm. lime, main, cordyceps. I have tried four sigmatic too. <laughs> I mean, it's out there. I'm yeah. like, I love that that this is available and that people are jumping on the train and we're all of adrenal fatigued from drinking coffee mm-hmm. for forever and not even like realizing what's happening. So it's, I love that there's alternatives like this that not only give you an energy boost, but really do a lot for mind, body, soul too. So true. I've been on a shot of espresso mm-hmm. chai latte kick. Yes. That's been my like perfect... It'll just get me through the whole entire day, and it's perfect. And it, I don't crash as yeah. bad as just like straight. Yeah, coffee. there's no crash. Yeah, totally. Love it. Yeah, it's a big mm-hmm. one. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Cool. Um. So there are like other. There are other psychedelic therapies coming mm-hmm. out, too, that we've already mentioned. Like, there's the ketamine-assisted therapy. I was listening to a podcast about that the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, I know they're studying MDMA as well, uh, mm-hmm. assisted therapy, and that has been, you know, hugely beneficial for... With PTSD. Yeah, veterans and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, I just... I mean, I guess this goes back to what we were saying before just about mushrooms, but it's really awesome that all of these things are coming forward as things that have been like villainized in the past Mm -hmm. and we're actually finding that they can yeah thanks Reagan (laughs) we're finding that they can actually be very helpful if used responsibly and mindfully and thoughtfully Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah I was just reading about the study that was passed or the the um I don't know if it's legislation yet but something was just passed on MDMA for depression and Mm -hmm. PTSD and that's huge. I mean, this drug was invented in like the early 1900s and in a a lab, Mm -hmm. obviously, but to have had access to this opportunity and potential for so long and to only now a hundred years later, be actually getting into the benefits of it and helping people and realizing the, the full potential and not just as recreation and mm-hmm. having a lot of fun at a concert <laughs> but on 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 revamping your dopamine mm-hmm. levels yeah. and really getting into the science of what these drugs like LSD and psilocybin and ketamine and MDMA can do for us and it's it's huge i mean it's just so incredible that we have access to these kinds of studies and that so much is moving forward. I really think that the psychedelic industry is going to be like the next cannabis boom and um, getting in now, like I was looking at psychedelic stocks yesterday Mm -hmm. and there are so many companies that have incredible funding and really great portfolios and just doing really cool stuff that it's like, this is the future. People want Mm -hmm. it too. And it's like, there's so much demand for this to be out there and there's so much willingness to receive and there's so much frustration with the way that things have been with the treatments that people have been able to have access to and with so much failure and so many other side effects and and things that can happen as a result that I just, I really believe in this. And it's not just because I've had like a great recreational experience with mushrooms either and, and other psychedelics. I, 
I am inherently and, and naturally open to this, but I also think that people who aren't at all are going to be open to it as well. I agree. And we have so much healing to do as a collective. Mm-hmm. And I think we are just starting to heal. And it's like, yeah. I was talking to Ashleen about this. I have a theory that Pluto Scorpios, so that generation, we are here mm-hmm. to like process and transform our trauma so everyone in front of us can like heal and just prosper. So that's what, that's what Scorpios yeah. do. We like process things and we go through the healing so we can just like come out the better side. And I think that yeah. with all of this plant medicine that's coming out now and stuff that it's like, we're just starting the healing process. And like, I'm re- yeah, I'm like you said, very excited to see how, where this goes. And I think it is going to be like mm-hmm. the next cannabis industry. So. Yeah, it really is. And it has so much funding and so many studies behind it that cannabis didn't and has had to fight for yeah. like on like, as the growth has happened, they're fighting for these studies to be done and fighting for this legislation and psychedelics are kind of learning and seeing, you know, what the big sister is doing and then being like, okay, I'm going to do this differently this time. And go going about it from the scientific realm is going to help so many more people because it's not going to be the stigma exactly. that has been around for decades, mm-hmm. century. Yeah. Um, around this type of healing. And I mean, if you think about it, like mushrooms are not new. This is ancient, ancient, Mm -hmm. ancient healing. As old as the earth, there have been mushrooms and people have been experimenting with the living things around them. And, you know, you watch someone eat something and then see what they do. (laughs) (laughs) You first. But uh, (laughs) I mean, this is not new. And so to be coming at it from this ancient wisdom with this modern science and the, the combination of that and the interweaving of these two very valid approaches to healing is is just really going to open the door for so many more people and we're going to have a deeper understanding scientifically of what they're doing but then like that ancient like knowing connection you know what I mean it's like mind and body come together it's not just intellectual which is what like the ascension into 5d is right (laughs) I think it's really cool, too, <laughs> that millennials are, like, this access point where as we begin to take yeah. on these these healing modalities, not only do the people in front of mm-hmm. us see that and, like, are, uh, you know, really receptive that mushroom-assisted therapy is something that is just in life, but I feel like our parents and grandparents mm-hmm. can look at us and see that mm-hmm. it's not as scary as right. they were told when they were growing up. And, right. like, even you see... Uh, People, uh, customers in the cannabis industry, so many of them are 80-year-old women who are coming for their edibles, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, so that they can sleep a little bit better. And it's awesome. So I'm like, I'm really hopeful for that too, that it won't just go forward. It'll also hit the, the older generations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and we're grabbing all of the boomers who, you know, grew up with LSD. Yeah, exactly. yeah true. And many of them my parents included experimented back in the day. And so now they're like, wait, you're going to therapy? (laughs) What? (laughs) So it's kind of getting out of that recreational mindset. This is just for like tripping balls Mm -hmm. and into this very all encompassing, very holistic approach to healing. And I think because that, that gateway was kind of already opened for the older generation with psychedelics back in, you know, 
the 60s and 70s yeah. that there might be a greater um, rate of adoption or even early adoption amongst that generation because of their experience and because they're like, oh, yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I love that. But it's not just for like, I think this is truly for everybody. And as long as, you know, your heart can survive it like medically, yeah. um, it's, it's really deep work. But I, I don't think that this is um, just for like a certain kind of person. I, I do truly believe that there are so many different psychedelics on the menu that there is something for everybody. So I true. love that. Yeah, that's so true. Mm. I'm curious about the ketamine research or the ther- ketamine therapy one. Just because I don't yeah, so know much about ketamine's it. ketamine's legal. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, like, the therapy that, um, at least in Denver County, I don't know when this happened, but um, my therapist is allowed to legally allow, legally provide that. So you have to get a prescription mm-hmm. and go through, you know, all of that mm-hmm. with pharmaceuticals. But it's just one step closer. And I don't, I know that the experience she said when my girlfriend said that the, our experience, the way that we talk about it is very Mm -hmm. similar. It's very much of an opening, very much of a trance. Um, There, I think is a little bit more of the visual psychoactive um, Mm. aspect of that in, in ketamine, but that might just be dosage. I don't know, but I know that it's like equally as incredible and people might be more comfortable with that too, because it is a pharmaceutical and it is like, rationed and very controlled but um i was just more drawn to psilocybin because of my my history with it wow fascinating i love that i know Uh um morgan where can people find you online if they want to follow you and look into your cool courses and your community and all of the amazing things that you're putting out Plug it. Ooh, things are happening. <laughs> so everything is at morgangarza.com. Um, you can find all of the things there. I have some courses running right now. Love, Light, and Black Holes is the community that I will be launching. I'm thinking for the solstice. Um, just not quite there yet in all of the, you know, structure and, and things. I just got my branding done. So that is helping a lot to visualize it. But so expect that this summer and then yeah i'm always i'm always doing some rad shit so <laughs> come along for the ride <laughs> yeah. we love you so much yes, thanks for do. hanging out with us you, for ladies. another episode um thank you yeah so much love to you yes so much love to you ladies thank you so much for having me on i appreciate it i love the work that you're doing to bring so many good things to this industry with cannabis and psychedelics so thank you for this exposure and for always being an advocate of the great healing powers of nature. Oh my gosh. I love I you. Thank you. Anytime. <laughs> anytime. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Morgan. <laughs> we just take such deep breaths. <laughs> Thanks, Morgan, for joining us for another episode. And spending some more time with us and being vulnerable and letting us know about your therapy sessions. It was so interesting. So fun. To learn about. And we appreciate you so much. We love you. Yeah. 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 So you loaded the packs with the mental glue. I, I just, did. I just want to make sure that we, I like. I forgot to tell everybody. Close that loop. We did get to try mental glue. Hmm. That one is way more citrusy than all of the other ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like like clean, um, like cleaner. Yeah. 
because that's what I was going to say. Oh, so awesome. So, yeah, if you guys have a chance out there in Washington to grab some Burnwell, please do. They're delightful. Yeah. Highly recommend. Out of 15, what do we oh. rate them? 13? I would 14? say maybe like an 12, 11, 13? 10, 12, 13. Definitely above 10. Yeah. They're really good. I don't know what I would do, but do I would don't know what I would try to improve upon. But <laughs> yeah, they're really good. I'm yeah, really high now. yeah, I know. Same. And it's just beautiful weed. Oh, it is beautiful know. weed. Yeah, and you're <laughs> revolutionizing the game, and that's just like even more points for you. So good job, Burnwell. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you out there for listening. We're so happy and honored that you like to turn us on, that you choose to play us. So thank you so much. And if you feel some type of way about us, you should let us know. Sorry. I, it, <laughs> the mental glue, I just, I just processed what you said. <laughs> um, but yeah, let us know. Uh, write us a review, send us an email, comment on Instagram. Exactly. We, we want to communicate with you guys and we want to mm-hmm. talk to you. So hit us up. Yes. Follow us on Instagram and Cannabuzz at chronicgals underscore podcast. Find us both on Clubhouse. I'm chronicgals underscore rye. And chronicgals underscore ash. If you, especially, I mean, not, I guess especially, whatever. If you <laughs> are a Washingtonian, please reach out to us. We want to start a community. We are here. We Let's connect. Please. Please, please, please. If you want to re-up on the Chronic Gals, please join us every other Thursday night um, at 9 p.m. Yeah, 9 p.m. Pacific time. I was going to say Central. Central. <laughs> that was not right. And get this, more of this. <laughs> this. This cocktail is the, like, you're welcome. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah so come hang out on Chronic Gals After Dark. We, we get we even get more wild. Jiggy with it. Yeah, we do. <laughs> And you can also throw down on the Chronic Gals. We are a self-funded project, so anything helps. You can cash app us, um, dollar sign Chronic Gals. I feel like that. I don't. It's because it's the dollar the sign. The dollar sign the is dollar such a sign weird. totally trips me up, but it's dollar sign Chronic Gals. If you want to sponsor a joint or tell us what farm you want us to feature, yeah, let us know in cash app. <laughs> do that please and we cannot wait to light up with you again on another episode of the, the chronic, chronic gals, gals.